0: Otherwise on S A F M. Very good day, teams. Nancy from a freezing Cape Town. Welcome to Otherwise on S A F M, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala. Hazel Macquisani produces the show, and, and uh, Albert Claassen is our technical producer for today. Our contact details are 0892-102010. Email otherwise at safm.co.za. Tweets at otherwise safm or at shadow twala. A rapid line. The South African International Film Festival was launched earlier this month. And they have um, the most prestigious film award. And we talked to designer and festival director Eric Miene. And we've all heard about Ayanda, directed by Sarah Belcher, and it was the opening night film at the Durban Film Festival. Sarah joins us to tell us how it was received. And we also talked to leading actress Fulumu Govani, who shares her role with us. And finally, then on the show, we hear about the Cape Town Photographic Society that is celebrating 125 years. We hear from Pat Scott about that. But first, our Lunch Bite is inspired by Mandela Month, and it's a quote by Nelson Mandela. It's better to lead from behind and to put others in front, especially when you celebrate victory, when nice things occur. You take the front line when there is danger. The people will appreciate your leadership. Otherwise, on SAFM. My guest is Eric Mienie, who is the festival director for the South African International Film Festival. Welcome, Eric. Thank you for your time.
1: Ah, uh, sorry. Hello.
0: Hello, Eric. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Did I catch you at a bad
1: time? No, no, it's all yeah, <laughs> but in a place that seems to have a bad reception. I hope you can hear me.
0: I can hear you. Congratulations on the launch of the South African International Film Festival. Is it also called the Rapid Lion Festival?
1: It's called Rapid Lion, Mm -hmm. the South African International Film Festival. Uh But, yeah, I think, you know, uh, the Berlin International Film Festival is called Berlinale. Mm -hmm. The South African International Film Festival is called Rapid Lion. So, Fast Lion in the Bush, yeah.
0: Okay, so, no, that clears it up because, you know, it was quite quite a lengthy one when one doesn't want to make a mistake with that. But congratulations on that and congratulations on the award, the design
1: of the award especially. Do you love it? Because it uh, took some doing and we think we've come to something quite special there.
0: Well, it's the most, I want to hear the story because I want to know how it was born. It is absolutely amazing to look at, but give us the details.
1: Basically, it's a lioness uh, passed over the African symbol of excellence. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter which way you hold the trophy, you see that symbol of excellence. Um, and, and it basically, the symbol comes from the Andinkra people of. Africa, it's like hundreds of years old, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we thought, you know, in designing it, um, a lioness is the most intelligent in the pride, although the lion thinks it is. (laughs) It does the hardest amount of of, of the hunting duties needed, and it does the caring. Mm -hmm. So it is the most majestic in the pride, to be honest. And to put it over an African symbol of excellence, we thought filmmakers, by creating an award-worthy of the likes of the Oscar, we are saying ferocious focus, hard work, gives you excellence. And so we'll award this to some of the best from outside of North America and uh, Europe. I love the fact that the Lioness is in full flight as well.
0: Say it again? I say I love the fact that the Lioness
1: is in full flight. Yes, absolutely. And we love it more than it's a lioness. Everybody's <laughs> big with lions, right?
0: <laughs> now now tell me tell me what what is it made of?
1: The material. It is yeah. It's 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 two materials, okay? Zinc is what they cast the lioness in, and brass casts the, the the symbol of excellence at the bottom and it is platinum plated. Wow. And this is important because uh the oscar is gold plated Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. we produce 78 percent of the world's most precious metal that's platinum why would we go gold i mean you know (laughs) so ours is platinum plated that's the highest you can use uh, in terms of precious metals and it's also made by the same company uh called rs owens and company which makes the oscar and the emmy awards so uh it's done by the best and we hope uh the best filmmakers in the areas we've identified, Africa, BRICS, uh, and African diaspora, of course, will take this seriously and come through and promote their films well, for the world to
0: see. It's going to be much sought after, I promise you. And what are the categories that you, that that you have at at the at the Rapid Line?
1: We have best shot, which is for a short film by any African student of film in any film uh, 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 school in the world. We have best raw screenplay. So if a screenplay that has not been produced, because we want to encourage screenwriters and put screenplay writing at the center of moviemaking, because that's where it all starts. We have, of course, best cinematographer, editor. We have best director, best producer. Then we have best documentary film. We have best uh, uh, of Bricks, best of Africa, and best of South Africa. And then best overall film. And the most exciting award for us, is the Lionel Nakane Lifetime Achievement Award. This mm. uh, one has being given uh, in the inaugural uh, 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 Rapid Land, Rapid Land 2016, from the 12th to the 19th of March, which is happening at the Market Theater. We will be giving it to Mr. Anand Singh, who I think a lot of people don't realize how much he's done, in a sense, to put South Africa on the map in terms of filmmaking in a very tough period. In, in, you know, uh, some people look at the lead actor and they say, well, he used an American. That could be a problem. Mm. But through that process, uh, it, it's carefully taken the movie to wider audiences and given a lot of smaller players, if you like, uh, opportunities to work. Uh, I mean, Cloudy kind of Beloved Country, I acted in it. Did a lot, if you like, for me. So it's an interesting one. Lionel Nakane, the late Dr. Lionel Nakane, acted in the first Beloved Country. Handan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Singh produced the second Cloudy kind of Beloved Country. I acted in the second Cridible of the Country mm. and on in twenty it there'll be the 60th anniversary of the first credible of the country and the twenty first anniversary of the second credible of the country. Wow. So all of it is sort of nicely put together for it to for us to award Mr. Annan Singh that award and, and, and just acknowledge what he's done in film here.
0: Well, I wonder if you if you get awarded at all.
1: No, no, the <laughs> awarders don't get awarded. Uh, it's a legacy <laughs> project. Uh, Hopefully, when I'm up in the sky, um, uh, I can look back and there'll be rapid line number 65. Listen. That's what we really want. You want something that will last as long as Cannes, something that will last as long as the Oscars, and it is respected and it's done properly, and it rewards the best people who make films from those territories which we outlined.
0: Well Eric nearer the time I'd like to spend some time with you in studio and yes. let's just un- unpack this 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 whole um film film uh, industry if you like because there's a lot I think this is also an opportunity for us to really get people interested in film and get people to understand the workings behind uh, our, our film industry at the moment and why these Absol- are, and yeah. why these awards are important
1: hey Yes absolutely I mean if you look at film it touches every aspect of your economy, from the hotels to, to restaurants to food to people to actual equipment. There's no part of your economy that can't be to art. I mean, they need art on the walls of the mm-hmm. movies they shoot. Mm-hmm. They need everything. And, and and this government has put it at the center of the economy. And what we realize is that South Africans are not going to watch African movies because they don't know about them until they're at the cinema. Mm-hmm. And then it's too late. Uh, what else? If you go to America, we now know the maker of Selma is already making the next movie and what it's called, and yet that's going to come out a year from now. So Rapid Line is hoping to be that platform which keeps it alive. It tells people, uh, Carlo Matabane just got the right to make this film. Mm-hmm. Carlo Matavani just cast John so-and-so to act in the film. Mm-hmm. Carlo is now shooting the film. Oh, they're in post-production now. Carlo's movie is out. By the time we say it's out, you are ready for it because... We talk to you about it all the time, and if it's a great one, it gets a rapid loud so that the whole world now knows that from our area a great film has been made. Because right now they don't really have the amount of mainly African work that CNN can cover, and say, oh, that's from there, and this is a great film. So that's what we're trying to do: get South Africans to go out and support their filmmakers by making filmmakers, actors, editors, producers more known in the country. And so you go see them. Because if I don't like you, Shadow, why should I switch on to your radio station? Mm. Uh, if I don't like you, why should I see your movie? Mm. So we need to come out. We need to talk. We need to show ourselves looking good. We need to say, come and see my movie. The music industry is doing it. It's time for that. So, no, Rapid Line is not about what's wrong in the business.
0: Rapid Line is not is not about what's wrong in the business, but it's no. encouraging it's encouraging people to participate in the business of film, because, yes, you know, we, we can celebrating,
1: encourage... Yeah, it's, it's about celebrating excellence in the film business. That's the only thing missing in what we're doing in the country now. We go to film festivals, we go on about what's wrong, what's not right, what is, we are saying it's time to focus on what's right, time to make what's right bigger, it's time to celebrate what we do best in that arena. Because only when you celebrate excellence, you attract more people to come and want to see more of your excellence. When you are complaining, feeling bad and down, and not, everybody doesn't want to really want to be around you, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. heavy, kind of difficult. But when you are saying, oh, just saw this film, or, we, we, I mean, right now we are shooting films, short one-minute films with different filmmakers, and we greet them immediately. We just want to know what you love about this medium. We don't want to know what has gone wrong. Tell us why you are in this medium I and why you love it so that people can see it and follow you and your work because of the love you have for it. Rapid line is about excellence. Uh, that's what we're trying to do. Tell
0: me, what was the cost of the award, Eric? Sorry? What was the cost of, of creating the
1: award? Well, it, uh, it's not, I mean, uh, it's done abroad, mm-hmm. uh, 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 and it's not cheap. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> so we are now in a big uh, sponsorship product, uh to make sure that... Uh, uh, but the work that we've done is looking promising in terms of support for it. None of what is happening at Repland is cheap because if it's cheap, then of course it looks cheap and it doesn't actually. I mean, the Oscar weighs 4.5 kilograms. It costs about 40,000 rand each to make. We know. So we we'll benchmark ourselves alongside the Oscar, uh, and it's not for sale. Uh, so you, when you pick it up, you'll be amazed. I mean, you look at it, uh, Sharon. You think it's amazing. You need to pick up the record line. You'll be amazed. You'll want to win it.
0: So when am I visiting you to, to carry it and, and feel
1: it? As soon as you want to. I'm up in Jobhead. uh I don't know if uh, you're down in Cape Town, but uh, maybe if I ever come to Cape Town, I'll just carry it with me just for you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: I look forward right. to talking to you some more, Eric. Thank you so much for your time and congratulations once more.
1: Okay, Is there a so website? Much, Is there a website for people to visit? Oh yes, oh yes. It's www.rapidlion.co.za. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter at Rapidlionfilm. You can also go to our Facebook page, which within three weeks ended up approaching two thousand likes. That's how much people really love this film. So www.rapidlion.co.za and at film for, for Twitter and Film at uh, on Facebook and just check it out, see what's there. The website is amazing. It plays like a movie. Thank you. When you leave it alone on your PC, it's got a sound check, and it does titles as though it's a movie. It's incredible.
0: I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. Very exciting. Thank you, Eric. Thank you so much. Take care now um whew, yeah do visit that that website www.rapidline.co.za, and i'd like to hear what you think of of uh the 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 actual award itself and i'm going to try one of these days too Touch and feel it, but we will take a break now. And coming back to talk about Ayanda, the film, how it was received. It was the opening film at the Durban Film Festival, and I know that um, it, it it had people like Terry petter in it. And let's find out after this.
2: Otherwise, on SAFM.
0: Ayanda was a highly anticipated South African film to be screened at the Durban Film Festival. And joining me now, it was directed, by the way, by Sarah Bletcher and also co-produced by Terry Petto. Terry, hello. She joins me now on the phone. Hello, Terry. Hi,
3: I'm Sarah. So good to talk to you. How are you? It's so good to talk to you. I'm
0: doing good. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Are you excited? I mean, how, did, how was
3: the film received, Ayanda? Uh, it's you know um, I mean we first screened the film at the Khan uh, Market and we took it to Los Angeles at the LA Film Festival uh, but there's nothing better than seeing your people you know taking your film back home and seeing South Africans excited and you feel like it's always a different reaction with you know a, a different audiences and South African reaction is the most important to me and and last night I have to say was just beautiful.
0: Well, I, I'm, I'm happy to hear that because is it also your debut as as
3: co-producer? Is it? It is leading lady productions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and how was that? Tell us about the process. Um, I mean, you're always in front of the screen. You are always, you know, the one that's getting all the attention in the room and being behind the scenes. I mean, how 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 did that happen? Uh,
3: well, I actually. Um, Working on this plan to start my own production company a couple of years now, and uh, I knew it would take a good script to launch it. And um, the same way I thought to launch my career, and you know, as an actor, I felt like uh, I know that would be a perfect uh, story to launch my career. And when I initially met Sarah, I met her because she wanted me to read uh, one of the characters and in the film a couple of years ago, and we just, um, you know. Both to realize that I am actually a little too old for that and, uh, <laughs> but I was so in love with the story and I was like, you have to find, um, ways to work together and, uh, yeah. uh and like, last I started, you know what, let's actually co-produce the film and, um, all the busting of the film and, um, and I was so proud. I think my proudest, um, you know, moment was discovering this hidden, tiny little person named Fuli who Aww. is just brilliant, and uh, she honestly is um, the best thing I've seen mm-hmm. in South African film, and mm-hmm. not because uh, she's my style of the film, but because she's just so talented, and I can't wait for the you know audience to see her.
0: Well, you know, it's, it's created such a huge vibe in, in in the country. I mean, journalists have been going crazy about it. You're getting a lot of media attention. And you know, um, and, and I, I think that's putting a lot of pressure on you because we all now want to see the film, and 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 look at your work for the first time, especially because you are there behind the scenes as well.
3: Do you feel the pressure? Actually, <laughs> I, I, I can't wait for, for, for people to see that. I'm so uh, grateful for the uh, media support and and I think if ever it's good story, people will talk about it. Um, even when it's best, there are people will talk about it. You always want to have a good story. And um, and this is a great film. It's a very tiny film uh, that is taking its shape and it's, uh, you know, reaching people in a way that they never expected. It's something that they've never seen before. Mm. So I knew that I want to make films that I want to see. And um, I haven't seen anything. And and, um, and I think uh, everyone who will see the film will realize what's so special about it. Why, why the hype? Uh, I think that's when we'll realise,
0: nice. okay there was something special other than thank No, I think we've lost Terry. We're going to try and find. We're going to try and find her again. I'm not too sure. Um, I'll ask my producer to make sure that she's got a clear line, and and hopefully we talk to her. But she did mention that we uh, she was excited to to discover Fulu Mogovani, and you know I'm going to talk to her in a bit as well. Who's going to share her role with us? And and she's very well known for other television uh, performances and appearances. But I, I, I need to find out, in fact, if this is, has been her biggest role on film or not, because I know she's been on our television screens for quite a bit. So we will be talking to her. But uh, we're going to take a little break now, and uh, hopefully we'll either have Terry back, if she doesn't have a good line, then we will try and speak with Fulu Mukovani after this.
2: Otherwise, on
0: SAFM. Okay, seemingly we got Terry back on the line. Terry, um, um, are you you are on a cell phone, and I suppose in a, in a very busy venue in 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 Durban. Um, but but I wanted to ask, what, what was what was the thing about the story that attracted you more, the story of Leander?
3: Yeah. I I I haven't seen um, a story. Um, a South African story. It's actually a Pan-African story. That's one thing that I loved about the script. And um, a female lead that is written so well, that is so powerful, so independent, has a mind of her own. She's an entrepreneur. She's um, She knows herself. And I find that um, most young girls at that age are either dealing with a lot or are influenced by, um, you know, uh, the media or social media or whatever. So I just wanted to be part of a story that will create a modern role model for for, for, for young girls, for mm. my little sister. Mm. And that's one thing that really attracted me. And also the treatment um, of the story, how it was going to be treated, which is to capture the portrait of the continent. Uh, I haven't seen anything like that. And the story is set in Yovo, uh, which is the capital of Africa. That's where you find everyone from Nigeria to mm. Senegal and mm. and um, to see this world that is not about xenophobia, the world that is not about um, uh, AIDS or drugs, about you know just human story, a coming of age story in a you know middle class family, and um, and dealing with um, issues that are human issues, and I think that's why it's getting the reactions it's getting because it's a human story. Now, do we see Terry go
0: more behind the scenes after this? Are you getting bitten by the bug of producing and directing?
3: Oh, absolutely. I'm already, you know, planning my next <laughs> stage of films, uh, in the next, some um, you know, couple of years. But right now, I mean, I'm just, uh, happy for this moment that I have with the film with Ayanda. And I'll be in front of the camera, you know, by the end of the year. So, uh, because I shot another film last year. So I haven't retired yet. Well,
0: we don't want you to. Thank you so much for your time and congratulations. Good luck with the rest of the, of the tour, uh, as tour. As well thank you so much and I can't wait
3: for you to see the film I want to know what you think about it I will
0: definitely let you know (laughs) thank you
3: thanks Terry okay bye bye
0: bye that's Terry Petto co-producer of Ayanda which is going to go all around the country and you must I look forward to seeing it and and let's see but we talked to the leading actress Fulu Mokovani after news headlines which is it is time for news headlines now with Gustelezo Peterson
2: otherwise
0: on SAFM Leading actress, Fulum Mugovani. You may know her as Anzani in Scandal on E. And she joins me now on the phone. Hello, Fulum.
4: Hi, Mom Shadow. (laughs) Nirmini. I don't know much, but I wanted, I've been been dying to
0: practice that with you. You're doing so well. That was perfect.
3: Yeah, thank you, thank you.
0: Listen, I, I I love your work on Scandal And I know that we're going to love you And people love you already On, on uh, Ayanda Thank you, Mama How would you describe your role for us? I mean, we've just been talking to Terry yeah. and, and Terry painted quite a picture But you being the actual actress To portray that role What were your challenges?
4: Um, my challenges, I think, for me Was getting into the character Because, you know, as an actress you're still your per you're still you. This is full. And for me I had to get rid of a lot of insecurities that I had to to make the character believable and to tell to tell Iand the story rightfully. And you know, I had to literally embody her and I had to use every every physical thing that I could to to make the character alive and that was for me the biggest challenge and it paid off because when you look at her she's so flawed and it makes her perfect and it makes her human and it makes her relatable. So I think I think the audience relates Relates to her better because I got rid of all those
0: things it must be difficult because you you are as good as your last uh appearance on television yeah. or film. so for us to be able to translate because you've got this 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 almost established presence as anzani and uh-huh. we, we almost want to see uh ayanda as a continuation of anzani as audiences uh, yeah. Or we, 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 we then compare the two, um, w- which must be a, 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 a really big thing for you. So w- when do you stay in characters, Anzani,
4: and when do you translate <laughs> Anzani to? You know, I first of all don't think it's going to be difficult for the audience to separate the two because they're very two different characters. Mm. And I think for me, it's... It's great playing those two characters because I feel validated as a versatile actress. Mm. Because then it means that I can play Anzani, I can play a princess, and I can play Yanda who lived in Yobel. And I mean, Fulu is not, is not a princess, and Fulu does not stay in Yobel. She's neither, she's neither one of the characters she plays, and I think I love that because then it means I'm acting. It Mm. means I'm not being myself. And I mean, to be part of Ayanda has just broadened my, in acting it's mm. literally I've learned so much and yes luckily for me when I was filming Ayanda I break from scandal mm. so it gave me a chance to invest fully emotionally and physically and mentally on being Ayanda so mm. that helped a lot
0: And as as being on film uh, had had any high? high, Can you highlight any differences of being of acting for film and acting for television?
4: Yeah, with film, I mean, I think everyone keeps saying you're so lucky and you're so privileged to have worked with Sarah because she allows you time. She she allows your emotions to build up. And luckily for me, most of the scenes that we shot were um, were according to the script. So we didn't have to shoot the end in the beginning. So, mm-hmm. you know, and that mm-hmm. allowed me to have an emotional journey that was needed mm-hmm. when it was needed. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between shooting a film and shooting um, um, a studio with scandal. Because it's scandal, you know, it's scheduled and you do this scene and that, and, that and, then and then sometimes, you know, you don't get to do your best. Mm-hmm. But film, um, particularly because I was working with, with women, with Taki Moshesh and with with the mm-hmm. cost that allowed for that to happen and that was, that was supporting me. I think it they lot that can happen so yeah it, was, it we worked harmoniously we worked beautifully with regards to the story of hulu who would you who would you advise
0: should go and see the the, the go and see ayanda i mean
4: I, I think mm mm
0: Sorry, you can continue, Mama. No, no. I was saying that Terry, you know, was talking about how how the film represents a side never told, or story never told Mm. before Mm. about about young South African women specifically. So, who would you Mm. say should should definitely make a point of seeing the film?
4: I think that every South African should go, male, female, old and young, because it truly is a South African story, and it's very refreshing and it's a new take on film. Because unlike all the other many of the films that we see, although female leads are being introduced beautifully, I think that Ayanda is very important because it portrays women in a good light and it portrays women as we don't have to use our body, we don't, we mm. okay, and it presents um, having flaws as a good thing and being different as a great thing and not only because of Ayanda but because of each and every character that is in the movie because each and every character represents a person in this country literally this is a South African story and most importantly it's set in Neuville I mean that's like the melting pot of Johannesburg or of South Africa that's where you find each like everyone that's why Terry kept saying it's a pan-African story because really it is in Neuville you find everyone from Nigerians to South Africans to Mm -hmm. people from um from Congress, so it's literally. It, I think everyone would love this, and it allows you to feel. It allows you to feel. And where are you watching it? Did you watch the, the the opening night with everybody else? Yes, I did. It opened uh Durban international film festival yesterday, so we're still here in Durban. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and are you, but, um, are you are you signing autographs around the whole in the whole venue?
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm taking a lot of pictures. I'm taking it in, and I'm keeping my happy face
0: on. Yeah. Well, that's the thing to do. I think. I think. Yeah. I think you know, people are showing love, and that's what you really want to to see with South Africans. And we lo- we love a, a good story, a success yeah. story. So, w- congratulations. I haven't seen it. I'll let you know what I think. But I already, from what I read and what I hear, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be celebrated and well done, Fulu.
4: I hope so. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Tell me, what does your name Fulu mean? Fulufero. Fulufero means hope. Ah. It literally means hope, yes. Fulufero, okay. Fulufero, yes.
0: Okay, thank you so much and good luck, congratulations, and all of that.
4: Thank you so much. You take care now. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Let's all go and see Ayanda. Look out for it uh, in your community. It's probably going to reach you there. Um the Cape Town Photographic Society was founded in eighteen ninety It is one hundred and twenty five years old and there's a they're celebrating and i 'm going to talk to them about what it is apparently it's y- you 'll see the most amazing pictures that were taken in the early eighteen hundreds um and I think everybody if you are in Cape Town uh must listen in and possibly come and and visit but um, Pat Scott is going to join me on the phone to tell me more about uh, what to expect at the anniversary celebrations and and what is on show, what is exhibited Um, and apparently there's uh, early cameras and, and equipment and those kinds of things but first we'll take a little break and come back to talk to Pat
2: Otherwise on SAFM
0: Now, joining me on on, on the phone is Pat Scott. And Pat, welcome to Otherwise. I'm very excited to be hearing about the Cape Town Photographic Society anniversary.
2: Hello, Shadow, and good afternoon to all you listeners. Yes, it is an exciting year. It's been a busy year, but a very exciting year for the Cape Town Photographic Society as we celebrate 125 years of involvement in photography.
0: Now, take us back to 125 years ago. How did it come about?
2: Well, um 25 years ago, they had they put they put together a centenary record book. So uh, we've got most of our information from that. Mm-hmm. And it was exactly 125 years ago that an interest in photography was kindled in the Western Cape. Mm-hmm. And it's quite amazing. Apparently, there were two gentlemen, T. W. Cairn Cross and B. A. Lewis, who were sitting in the thatched tavern. In Green Market Square, (laughs) and this is an interesting part, they were sipping tiki, tiki beer. And, and I don't know how many of our young uh, listeners would know what a tiki is. (laughs) But but they were tiki, uh, uh, drinking a tiki beer and discussing this new craze, um, called photography. So over the next couple of months, there was obviously a lot of involvement in it, and then they decided to put an advert in a local newspaper. And I'm, I am going to read the ad because I think it's beautiful. All those interested in photography are desired to attend a meeting at the St. George's Schoolroom in Wall Street, sorry, in Whale Street, on Thursday, October the 30th, 1890, at 8 p.m. for the purpose of forming a photographic society. Isn't it beautiful?
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. And you still have the, the actual ad.
3: Uh, no, we've
2: got a copy of it. We'll
0: get a ad. copy, but
3: at least you've got the wording, which is we've
0: amazing. Got,
2: well, according to the record book, it is exactly what was in the newspaper.
0: And I suppose that we're just as excited about Photography as we were with, with cell phones and the new technologies that we well, have. I think so.
2: This is it, you see. It was, it was a, it, guess what, a new craze. I mean, you wouldn't think of photography as a craze now except for the selfies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which have repaired, and this is why this is interesting for me because, I mean, I, I, I hear, and no, maybe you must tell us as well what is going to be on exhibit and, and what, what people can see when they visit uh, the, the, the anniversary.
2: Yes, well, I will. But I think also because it's a, 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 a woman's um, program, I must tell you about the first woman involvement. Let me tell you that the the, um, the minutes of the that first meeting report that about 13-note gentlemen were present when it was decided to form the Cape Town Photographic Club. And then in, in um, 1906, they adjusted that to call it the photo Photographic Society, and held their first exhibition, where they exhibited 629 images. Wow. Now, at our current exhibition, we're only going to do 80, and that's taking a lot of work. So I can't imagine what it must have been like to present images.
0: Do we know anything about the sizes of these images? I mean, yes. when you look at 629, if they are just tiny ones, then you can
2: understand. They, they in fact, are. Um, and when we were going through archives to get images because the whole idea of the, this exhibition was to cover, had photographs covering the 125 years. Mm-hmm. So we spent about six months going through, fortunately we kept a lot of our archival material, mm-hmm. and it was fun going through to all and found some excellent works. But the highlight was when we found a very small print of Table Mountain taken mm-hmm. in 1890. Mm-hmm.
0: Has it had any... Can you see the structural changes over the years that have oh, taken yes,
2: place? very definitely. Very definitely. It's amazing because what we've got on um, at Artscape, and I'll give you the dates later, mm-hmm. we've got some of the old glass lines that they used to use. We've got some of the old, obviously, black and white images. Mm-hmm. And I haven't put up any small of the images. We've had, um, orms have, in fact, scanned and it sort of tried to bring out without influencing picture. So the smallest image we're going to have up is about an A4, and that's the one of Table Mountain. But it's the most important one, so it had to be. So obviously the quality is not good, but you can see what it is.
0: Yes. And Pat, I'm, I'm curious about color. At what point did you have color photographs?
2: Now, that's a, that's a tough one because you can see color coming through very... Um, like, faintly um, in about 1920, 1930. Mm-hmm. But I think it is much more recent. And when when you visit, uh, your um, listeners come to the exhibition, and I hope they will, mm-hmm. you will see a dramatic change. On the one side, I'm putting the first 100 and f- um, 110 years, and all those photos are from archives. And then the last 15 years... All our current members were invited to submit one image. And they are, 90% of those are in color, not all of them. There are a few black and white, but even with the black and white, you can see the difference in the quality of the black and white today and what we can do with not only with the cameras, but with the processing and with the printing.
0: Now how many members do you have now?
2: We have, an, um, we have today about 150 um, members and um, they range from a long, from long-standing from members associated with the Society for over 60 years and three of them are coming to the opening exhibition on Tuesday. So I am so excited about that.
0: You must be thrilled. It's amazing. We we, go, we... You
2: know, for instance, you know, we've had three new members join this month. So we fluctuate about 150.
0: Well, I tell you what, I'm, I'm going to come and attend. I'm, I'm urging our listeners to attend. We've run out of time for today, but I'm sure you'd like to visit us in the studio again, just to bring those images for us, if you can carry them. And let's talk about it some more, because I'm fascinated by by the pictures. So I'd like to come and see them first, and then we can have another
2: conversation. So where, where do people go on Tuesday? Can I give you the dates? It's it's at Artscape, mm-hmm. and it's in the in the marble foyer. Yes, and it's from um, Tuesday the twenty first of July. That's next Tuesday. Yes, to the third of August. So it's on for two weeks um, at Artscape.
0: Fantastic. Well, we hope to see you then. Talk to you again. Thank you so much, Pat, for your time. Okay, pleasure. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. bye The Cape Town Photographic Society. Go out and see all, all those very interesting pictures. Tuesday, 21st July at Artscape, the Marble Foyer. And, of course, it goes on until the 3rd of
2: August. That brings us to time for our children's program. Nalibali.